0: hello everyone and welcome to dream leapers inspiration i'm your host harriet cole happy to be with you today hope you are enjoying the beautiful weather wherever you are and even as i say that we've had all kinds of amazing weather in the past few days i just saw on the news maybe it was in texas uh, somewhere in the middle of the country there there are storms And you could see that there was a tornado, but also there was a rainbow. And it was just like beauty in the midst of incredible challenge, all at the same time captured uh, by somebody's smartphone or other uh, photographic device. It was just gorgeous. Here in New York City, it is a beautiful day already. I hope I will get to go outside for a moment To enjoy just a little bit of this day you know being busy means you often end up sitting at the desk like i am right now i got a standing desk so i can sit and stand but honestly i don't do as much standing at it as i thought i was going to so today i'm going to make it stand so i can do some standing up and also take a moment to go outside and take a little walk what about you you know i wanted to focus our energy today on embracing our differences. And in part, this came to me because I was watching and after the Oscars uh, report, you know, just, uh, there were a number of stories looking at people in the world of the arts and theater and film uh, in the real world, you know, folks who are not necessarily walking the Oscar red carpet or being nominated, but folks around the country who are making a difference uh, in their communities. And what I saw was a report about a theater called the Prospector Theater in a town called Richfield, Connecticut. It was just such an inspiring report. The founder of this theater, a woman named valerie jensen founded the theater many years ago because she has a sister with down syndrome and felt that so many people who are differently abled for a variety of reasons are cast away in our culture in american culture and she wanted to create an environment where every single person would be valued and could contribute and have jobs and become as independent as possible. And she created this theater, which during the pandemic, as with so many performance spaces had to close for a while, but she kept all of the employees on and was able to pay them throughout the year. And they hope to be reopening next month. And as I watched the footage, it was on GMA, I saw all of these people who are gainfully employed, they call them prospects, who shared whatever their uh, differentness is and how in this space they felt embraced and loved and valued. And indeed they were paid, they're employees of this theater in one way or another from being an usher to being a performer to uh, maintaining space, and just got me to thinking about how in our culture, too often people are criticized, ridiculed, belittled, cast aside because of their differences. I read a book many years ago by an author from Burkina Faso, whose name is Maladoma Somme. The book is called Of Water and the Spirit. And so Maladoma Somme is a man who grew up in a tiny village in Burkina Faso, which is West African country. Very traditional values, very simple community. He was, I'm going to say kidnapped by the Jesuits and educated by them and ended up going to Oxford and maybe Harvard. He definitely was educated at, Uh, at least two of the most elite uh, higher education institutions. And as a result of that, his wisdom was um, accepted by the mainstream world, particularly um, Europeans and Americans. And therefore there was a willingness to listen to what his origin story is. And this book of Water and the Spirit looks at the traditions of his very simple uh, salt of the earth community in Burkina Faso and kind of compares, well, as it compares, shows what those traditions are so that we can learn from them. One of the things that is described in of Water and the Spirit is that the people who are differently abled, So people who were born with some kind of disability, whether it be physical or mental, uh, were highly valued and considered as conduits, as the bridge between the current world in which we live and the spirit world. So they were revered, upheld, uh, cared for in the most tender ways not cast aside the opposite of cast aside they were they were held up and i remember reading that and thinking wow what if we took that attitude in our community rather than being so judgmental and and critical of others and and this is just about people who very specifically are differently able but you know i do a lot of uh, teaching with people of many ages, but one of the groups that I teach regularly is a group of college students at Hunter College. And Hunter College is unique because there are more than 100 countries represented at the school. So there are people who are different because they come from different places, especially young people. But I want to say it's true for all of us, But particularly, a lot of young people like to blend in. You know, when you get to school, you kind of, you're trying to find your way. But part of that finding your way is often just, well, if I can just hang in the background and not be so noticed and sort of go with the flow as I find my way. I've talked to many, many students who have that thought that rather than celebrating what is unique about them or different about them, they just want to blend in. And so it shows up in really interesting ways, like people who have unusual names, unusual based upon an American standard. So unusual meaning if you are from another country and your name reflects that country, maybe that language, it's it's translated into English, but it's... It is clearly not an American name, a Euro-American name. And some of my students who have these beautiful names that are different, often swallow their words when they say their name, so you can hardly hear what they're saying. Or when they're telling their stories, they don't bother to say anything about their origin, where they're from, where their family's from, what makes them unique in terms of, um, starting with their name and continuing with what is your what is your story what makes you you and i i've just been thinking about this when i teach them i'm very directly encouraging them to harvest their stories to look deeply into what makes them unique what makes them different what makes them special because it's what makes them who they are and when people start digging and it's almost an excavation of self when people start digging into their own story going back to who are your family members where from where does your family hail that could be a different country it could be uh It could be in in this country, a small town in West Virginia, a, maybe you're even from New York City where I live. Uh, Wherever you're from, where's your family from? How far back can you trace your family? What are the stories that you can harvest about your family, how you, how they came to be who they are, how you came to be who you are? And as you go through, And light upon stories that really capture how you have become yourself. What were your interests when you were young? What made you different from a sibling? What made you different from a classmate? Uh, It could be, as I started this broadcast, it could be a so-called disability. But it also could just be something that is different. When you embrace your differences, it's whatever those things are what makes you you what makes you special and i say special and then i'm gonna pause for a moment because i know there are people who don't think they're special there are people who go oh no you know those folks on the broadcast they're special the the people down the street the people at the community center the people who run the business where i work somebody else is special but not me i'm just a regular person I want to challenge every single one of us to understand that we're all special and that the things that make us unique, that make us different, that make us who we are, are the things that make us special. It can be difficult to embrace that notion when people have teased you or belittled you or laughed at you about something that makes you, you. The people perhaps been critical of whatever those things are that make you unique. It can be really hard for you to imagine that even though somebody else has diminished you in some way, that you don't have to do that. And one of the uh, young people who was part of this Prospector Theater is a person with autism a young man with autism and he said when he was growing up the kids were cruel they would tease him they would pick at him he became introverted and he didn't feel his personality necessarily necessarily was introverted but he became introverted because he got he needed to to develop a shell in order to protect his heart and his spirit because people were so mean And that made him not want to embrace who he was, but more to shrink. When he discovered Prospector Theater and recognized that here was home, that here was a place where he would be welcomed with all of his uniqueness and that the organization would figure out how to match his abilities to some need that they may have then he he could hold his shoulders back he could be more at ease he could breathe better and therefore he could flourish and i go back to the book of water and the spirit by maladom Somme. one of the things that he describes in this book is that it's the responsibility of the community this is what was understood in his community in burkina faso that it's the the responsibility of the community to create a uh, soil that is fertile. So to water the soil. And, and what he was talking about, was talking about the people and that it is the responsibility of the community to take care of everyone and to water the soil in which everyone uh, can grow and flourish. And that included people who were differently able, people who had tremendous needs, that it was the community's responsibility not to throw those people away, but instead to care for them, to consciously pay attention to them and to figure out how they could ensure that the least of these would be cared for in the best way. It makes perfect sense. It is You know, I I interviewed a man named David Louie, who's a journalist for NBC and MSNBC uh, recently. He wrote a book called Enough About Me, and it's all about selflessness, selflessness. The whole book, he read all these studies, there's a ton of research in this book. And he talks about the importance for humanity, for all of us to practice selflessness, to open our eyes, notice, need, and make a choice to help fill a need. Make the choice to care for others first. Make the choice to have big hearts and open hearts and open eyes and recognize when when and where there's a need and figure out how to fill it. The whole book is about that, Enough About Me. It's all about the, uh, what is the subtitle? Can't remember, but it's about selflessness. Anyway, all of this has been stirring up in me and I wanted to share it with you because as we look to pursue our dreams, it is not to the exclusion of others. It is not having blinders on and not noticing when there are needs that others may have. It can be inclusive that as we pursue our dreams, we can notice others and see are there ways that we may be able to support them as they pursue their dreams? And sometimes those dreams, as they manifest, are based on cultivating our differences. What makes us unique? You know, uh, there's a a a brand that Pharrell, the recording artist, created that I just love, and it's it's called I Am Other. I remember a few years ago, uh, my family and I were in that store Uniglow and they have a t-shirt wall, lots of collaborations that they've done there. And there were all these t-shirts that Pharrell had made that said, I am other. And I was thinking about who to gift one of these t-shirts. And it was interesting because I thought it was amazing, yes, to embrace the notion of I am other Meaning I am me, I am not you. I am genuinely authentically myself and willing to uh, cultivate whatever that otherness is and recognize that there's value in that. I thought that was brilliant. And it was suggested to to me by my family. If I wanted to wear a t-shirt that said, I am other, then that would be something great for me to buy. But to give a t-shirt that says I am mother to someone else, especially to a young person, because I was thinking of uh, someone I wanted to give it to. And uh, my daughter and her infinite youthful wisdom said, no, mommy, uh, people have to choose that for themselves. If you were to give somebody something that says I am mother, they may think of that as a diss. You never know how they will take it. It was a very interesting contemplation for me because I think I was thinking in the way that Pharrell did that this is brilliant to welcome and I think it is but it's up to each of us to make that choice now within all of this I also found a quote I want to tell you this quote it's from the great poet and feminist Audrey Lorde who says it is not our differences that divide us It is our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences. Yes, let me read it again. It is not our differences that divide us. It is our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences. I just thought that was beautiful because I think it's true. We can be paralyzed by our differences. We can feel less than because our differences. As I mentioned earlier, so often people are cruel and they use, they weaponize our differences and use them against us. And depending upon where we stand in position of power in our world, sometimes that weaponization can be very dangerous. So it's real that this happens. But Audrey Lord says it is not our differences that divide us. She says it is our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences. Makes sense. Going back to the Prospector Theater, that welcomes first of all, that recognizes the differences of the people who come there and are part of that community. That accepts and celebrates. This is what the founder described. Valerie Jensen, you should go back and look at that clip on. Good Morning America, it's probably available. Uh, Valerie Jensen described that in creating this theater, it was her intention to create this fertile space, like Melodomis or May said, this fertile space where people who, whatever their differences may be, feel welcome, feel seen, feel valued, and get compensated. So it's, it's not, a charitable effort. It's, it is a nonprofit, but it's a theater where people perform and every role that gets filled in a performance space is filled there primarily by the people who are differently abled. That celebration of difference is something that the people who were part of this uh, broadcast, they, they couldn't even put a value on it because it transformed their lives, that there was this, organization created to welcome them. That's what Maladoma Somme was talking about, that our job as a community, as a society, as a civilization, as humanity, is to make sure that we create safe, fertile ground for everyone to flourish. Everyone, not just the so-called privileged, but every single one of us, and even more to consider that those who may be different are privileged, just in different ways. So Audrey Lord, it is not our differences that divide us. It is our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences. So now think about yourself. What would you say is different about you? Different how, you might ask. Different whatever you would define. How are you different from the people in your world? And what are the differences that you embrace and what are the differences that you may not? What are the things, what what do people tease you about when you were growing up or maybe even now? What makes you uncomfortable about yourself that is different than the people in your world? What is different about you that is great that you actually think is pretty cool. What are those things? And do you cultivate those things? Are there there aspects of your personality, your capability that you think are different from your peers, from your friends, from your coworkers, from your neighbors, from your family that are worth cultivating? What might those be? What is unique about you that is worth harvesting and developing? And do you spend time thinking about that? I want us to think about it because that sense of embracing your otherness, embracing what makes you different can very well be what what sends you to the moon, whatever the moon is for you that, that helps you to break out of whatever confines you find yourself in, so that you can pursue whatever your creative interests are, that you can pursue the life that you want by embracing your differences. Does that make sense to you? Honestly, I know it works. By embracing what is unique about you, what makes you stand out from others, what interests you, And maybe you're surrounded by people who are interested in other things. That's okay. What are you interested in? What does your mind light upon that intrigues you? If you take the time to pay attention to that and to to listen to the voice inside, to listen and to harvest the fruits of your uniqueness, You'd be amazed at what you come up with. But too often, people are looking to squash that, to stuff the differences in a box and lock it, to not think about the things that make them stand out from other people. How often do people change their names so that their name can sound more American? People get plastic surgery so that they can look more like whatever they think the standard of beauty is. And if you've done that, it's okay. But if you haven't, I don't recommend doing it. Embrace yourself. Embrace yourself for who you are. Find the beauty in who you are. Imagine what your life can be like if you truly embrace everything about you that makes you unique. Even the things that you consider flaws. And how I know this works is even things that you believe you need to change, it's much easier to change things about yourself if you choose to love yourself as you are. If you, I have this exercise that I invite people to do a lot. So maybe you'll do it. I'll tell you what it is. When you could do it when you get off of this broadcast, or when you have, let's say, five minutes um, of alone time, find the biggest mirror that you have in your house, and it's great if you have a floor-length mirror. That's the best. I want you to stand in front of the mirror, naked. Yep, naked. Stand in front of the mirror and naked. Look at yourself in the mirror, starting with your eyes, eye to eye and tell yourself, I love you just the way you are. I love you just the way you are. And then look at yourself. Look with tender eyes. Look at your face. Look at your neck. Look at your shoulders. Look at your body, your entire body, head to toe, side and back, you you can look behind and look at you. As you are turning, I love myself. I love myself just the way I am. I love myself just the way I am. I love myself just the way I am. Extra pounds, not enough pounds, a lot of muscle, no muscle, pale skin because of no sun Scars, whatever. I love myself just the way. Take five minutes. So it's not two seconds. Take five minutes and love yourself just the way you are. Head to toe, front to back, naked. What happens when you do this exercise is incredibly powerful. First of all, you get to see the form in which you live. Unclothed, unadorned, just your body. You get to see how well you taking care of this sacred vessel in which you live. What might you need to do to, yes, embrace yourself as you are, but also strengthen yourself? What do you need to do to make that vessel strong? When you offer love to the vessel, And tenderness it makes it easier for you to make the choice hmm maybe I need to walk some more steps maybe I want to modify my diet so that I can lose or gain depending upon what my body is telling me maybe I need to go out in the Sun and get some vitamin D to get kissed by the Sun what what will your body that vessel your being tell you if you look and ask is it easy to do no (laughs) because we live in a culture that says we have to dress up and look different and spend a whole bunch of money um making ourselves different and look i started in the fashion industry so i am all for fashion style beauty all of it but i also understand that We have to be able to unmask, literally strip down to nothing and love ourselves and love our differences and recognize that we may need to do some work in order to celebrate our differences, but also care for ourselves, tend to ourselves. And guess what? We can do it. We can do it because we are worth it. That's why the the sense of embracing your differences helps you to value you as you are. I promise you that when you do that, it makes it so much easier for you to do whatever the work is to get to the next level, how you can be your very best. And being your very best usually means that you need to do some work. We don't just wake up and we're at our best. Maybe our spirit is, but we have work to do, all of us. We have work to do to recognize our dreams, to harvest those dreams, to nurture them and make them manifest. And without question, we have to be strong vessels. Our bodies need to be strong. Our minds need to be sharp. We need to feel loved in order for all of that greatness that's within us to flourish. And it starts with loving ourselves. Too often we are wanting somebody else to fill that void. And we put the responsibility on someone else to love us, to care for us, to make us whole. It just doesn't work. You have to love yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to embrace your full self, including your your differences. And when you do that, it's actually easier for others to love you because you're not being so judgmental of yourself. You're embracing yourself and everything about you, and it makes it easier for you to have a softer gaze when you look at others. It makes it easier for you to embrace others when you have embraced yourself. So I'm gonna read you that Audrey Lloyd quote one more time. I love it. It is not our differences that divide us. It is our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences. So when I think about this, I, I really want us to start with self because the divisions that I notice are things that are worrying inside of our own being, even before you get to looking at other people. So embrace yourself embrace recognize your greatness in your differences, accept you for who you are. Do that exercise in the mirror. I love myself just the way I am. Celebrate your differences celebrate what makes you unique, and through that lens, you can look at others. It makes for a much sweeter relationship with yourself and anybody in your world. It works. So what we're gonna do, the assignment, two assignments. You, every one of you, every one of us, we're gonna stand in front of that mirror, five minutes, head to toe, front to back, naked. I love myself just the way I am. I love myself just the way I am. Say it out loud. I love myself just the way I am. Embrace your differences. And then write down the differences that you have identified that you can love and the things that you may want to change. And then take action. Take one of them to work on. Are you ready to do that i know you can you are worth it we are worth it embrace your differences i love myself just the way i am naked i love myself just the way i am smile i love myself just the way i am hey i want to tell you all i am going to have a spring Dream Leapers uh, retreat series on uh, the, in June, June, let me tell you the dates because I want you all to know about it and hopefully you want to sign up. June 5th and June 12th, there's Saturdays in the middle of the day so wherever you are in the country or wherever you hopefully it'll be comfortable uh, for you to participate and I will be posting on my Facebook page the link. Uh, So it's two workshops. One is harvesting that dream. And one is developing your story, story storytelling. So the first one is a guided meditation. It's a deep dive into accessing your dream. And the second is really figuring out how to talk about you, tell your story, learning who you are, and learning how to tell other people who you are. So there is a fee. The If you take one individually, it's $75. It's a two-hour session. Or if you take the two and you um, book them together, it's $125. So it's affordable. It's for you. It's a deep dive. And I do hope that you will join. I will be posting on Facebook uh, right after this so that you can tell your friends. And if you want to sign up, I look forward to spending extra time with you. You know, we haven't done any Dream Leapers workshops since COVID. We've been doing these broadcasts, but no interactive workshops. And so it's time. I hope some of you will join. Um, Look on my Harriet Cole Media uh, Facebook page, and we'll be posting it soon. So until next time, hey, embrace your differences. I love me just the way I am, right? Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.